Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hello, this is Reverend Don Lewis. Welcome to Pagans Tonight Radio Network, the voice of the pagan world. Pagans Tonight is sponsored by witchschool.com, your anyone, anytime, anywhere magical education. Hello, this is Reverend Don Lewis coming to you from beautiful Florida, and this is Elder Talk Radio. And uh, as you know, if you follow Elder Talk Radio, what we do is that um, Corellian First Priestess, Reverend Stephanie Neal, First Elder, uh, Reverend Sir Ed Hubbard, and I take turns talking about a particular subject each month. This month, our subject is coffee. Um which may seem like an odd subject for a, um, a spiritual discussion, but I don't know that it is. Um, I think that we can take it in some uh, distinctly spiritual directions, so bear with me. And let's talk about uh, first where coffee comes from. And the answer is nobody really knows. There are legends about the origin of coffee, but what we can say about it is that it was being drunk by at least the 1400s, uh, in parts of um, the Muslim world, particularly Yemen. Uh, many people feel that before this it came from Ethiopia, uh, but there is not an actual historical record of that. Um, there are um, a number of legends as to how coffee was discovered. They basically come down to the same story uh, or close variations on it, but who is the protagonist in the story tends to change with the religion of the teller. Uh, sometimes it's a, uh, a Muslim Sufi mystic. Sometimes it's a Christian monk. Uh, there are other figures who have been put into the story as well. But the idea is that the person uh, wanted to be able to stay up during the night to meditate or pray, and they prayed for a way to do this. And uh, the following day, they saw the very odd uh, situation of a group of sheep that, that appeared to be dancing excitedly. And upon observation, they saw that the sheep were eating a berry on a particular um, bush and decided to collect the berries themselves and found that they were a strong stimulant that allowed them to pursue their prayers or meditation. Uh, so in a manner of speaking, from its very origin, coffee does have a spiritual side. And of course, in the modern world, the modern pagan world, coffee is connected to the goddess Caffeina, uh, as are tea and chocolate and other caffeinated um, items. But um, many coffee drinkers reverence the goddess Caffeina, and some consider themselves to be Java, Java Krishnas as well. There have been a variety of things that have um, been put forward as patrons of uh, spiritual coffee drinking. I personally prefer the goddess Caffeina myself and have created a number of artworks commemorating her. Uh, but um, coffee is one of the most popular drinks in the world, as is tea for that matter. And both of them have the, the aspect of being a stimulant. 
Um, one of the things that's commonly talked about in terms of paganism and magic is the idea of a magical potion. Now, the term potion merely means something that is potable, that is to say something which one can drink. Uh, potable water is water that is not contaminated that you can drink. Uh, a potable bev- beverage is any beverage you can drink. And a potion is a liquid that is potable. A magic potion is believed to uh, instill certain qualities, either because of its ingredients or because of an energetic charge given to it. And generally speaking, when we talk about magic potions and contemporary magic, usually it's a kind of herbal tea or a variation on coffee. Um, There are exceptions. There are people who create potions using stones, although that is something you should be careful about because sometimes that will um, leach properties from the stone that are not really good to consume. Uh, So I don't really recommend that, but it's not an uncommon practice. Uh, But herbal teas, coffees, et cetera, could be considered potions depending on how you're using them. One of the things that you can do with literally anything you can drink is that you can charge it energetically. In the same way you would charge any other item. You place the energy into it. Um, You can do it by channeling it through yourself, through your hand. Uh, along with a focus on what it is to do. Uh, You can also charge it by exposing it to sunlight or moonlight. This is commonly done with water, but it can also be done with anything else. And um, these are some of the ways that people use, um, well, let us say potions in their everyday magical lives. And coffee can be one of these. Um, It is... Uh, certainly, in its inherent effect as a stimulant, arguably a magical potion. It, it, it um, transforms the morning for many people. Um, and it certainly is very common. And part of the subject uh, that I would like to explore here, in addition to how it can be uh, intentionally magically used, is how we can find magic in our everyday lives. If you think of that cup of coffee in a magical way, its effect on you will be stronger. If you charge it energetically, its effect on you will be stronger. Um, And it can become very much a spiritual ritual that you go through, even if you do neither of these. Some years ago, we we had a person who would do a coffee ceremony at our Corellian illustrations. Uh, It didn't happen too often because it it, uh, took a little time to enact. It was based on on the traditional Ethiopian coffee ceremony um, in which the coffee is prepared um, from scratch, meaning from the raw berry, um, as part of the ceremony. And this was a very interesting, very, very spiritual experience. And I think that often people dismiss things in their lives that can be spiritual experiences because they just feel they're too busy. Um, When we take our time, when we look for the spirituality in things, we find it. So what I would say regarding coffee is that um, you can absolutely think of it as a magical potion in any of several ways and use it accordingly. Um, You can use it as a meditation you can use it to program your day uh, in much the way that 
much the same way that some people might use a tarot, a tarot reading in the morning to set their day or a meditation to set their day. If you focus into that first, first cup of coffee, what you want for your day, um, it will bring it to you. So there are a lot of things that you can do with coffee to make it a more highly spiritual experience. And again, for many people, I think it's a spiritual experience to start with. Caffeina, who we mentioned earlier, is a modern goddess. I don't think that um, her name has been in use for more than 30 years, but she's part of a long line of deities who were tutelary deities of uh, particular foods or beverages. There's nothing odd in the idea of a goddess Caffeina. Um, the ancient uh, Indo-Europeans had a drink called Soma, which had its own deity. Um, and um, drinks such as beer and wine have often had their own deities. So the idea that there should be a coffee deity, uh, or in the case of Caffeina, a deity of all caffeinated substances, is not in any way revolutionary or unusual. Uh, it's just a recent realization. And, you know, one of the things that as a movement is very important is that we realize uh, that as we are living, we are therefore growing. One of the qualities of being living is growth. And in the absence of growth, you cannot really say you're living. You might exist in, but growth is a constant for that which lives. And if a movement is a living movement, it must grow and reach new realizations. Uh, so, uh, I am all in favor of uh, new techniques in spirituality, um, new understandings of deity, new ways to approach old deities. I think that this is part and parcel of what we do as spiritual people. And new ways of relating to everyday things, such as coffee, which again can become very spiritual if you choose for it to be. And these basically are... Um, are the things that I wanted to say about coffee. It perhaps is not as long a discussion as some of the others uh, that we have had here. Um, but, uh, but I think it is an important uh, subject. And um, for the reasons that I've said. So I hope that you have enjoyed uh, this um, edition of Elder Talk Radio, and um, I want to thank you for listening, and I encourage you to listen to the counterpoints from uh, Reverend Sir Ed and Lady Stephanie, and until next time, I wish you a blessed day. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.